Hey, everybody. This is your host, Catherine, and you are sort of listening to Murder and Mediumship. For those of you who are not a part of Patreon or who have not um, seen the information come across Instagram or any other social media platform that I'm on, I have decided after a lot of careful consideration to take a little break from true crime in general. I was sitting down the other day to research a case on human trafficking and I was just inundated with this just sadness and heaviness, and I was thinking about it all day. How do I get out of this funk? And I just felt really stuck, if we're being completely honest and vulnerable here, really stuck. And like no matter what I did, I just couldn't get my heart in it like it was in the beginning. And I absolutely love showing up here for y'all weekly. I love having this podcast and I love investigating as I like to see it, although we know it's really just a lot of online research. These cases of of people from communities who don't get a lot of attention and who should get more attention. And I, I love learning about all of this that is going on in this country and how we can help in so many different ways. But at the end of the day, looking into these cases, consuming all of this information that was violent and heavy and upsetting, it became just a little too much. And the self-care rituals and practices that I've had in place for years now just started to not really work. And I mean, for a number of reasons, some of it is because my life has changed since two years ago when I started this podcast Um, I have a toddler, not a newborn. I have two children in school now and a husband who is in and out active duty. He used to be home more. A lot of things are on my plate that didn't used to be on my plate. And I've also taken a massive shift in my career as an intuitive medium, as someone who is looking to really throw myself into helping people find their worth and their value from a much deeper place than I was before. And in doing all of this, I just realized that, you know what, it's time to let some things go. And I do believe that true crime has been an incredible place to be. And I absolutely love being a part of this community. I've also learned that the way that I approach it and the way that I choose to see it is definitely different from a lot of creators and a lot of people who consume it as I'm I'm looking at it from an energetic perspective as well. And I'm not even really sure where I'm going with this, to be honest. But ultimately, what I'm saying is that it just became a little bit too much. And a couple of the communities I stumbled into, it, it just wasn't fitting. It wasn't in alignment with me anymore. So I am following my gut instincts and I am taking a step back from true crime I may step back into it at some point, but for the foreseeable future, the murder part of this show has been kind of dropped. Um, I will be talking more about my experiences as a psychic medium and and with the different clients that I have encountered throughout my time with them and the lessons that I have learned along the way that doing this work has, has shown me and how it shifted everything for me from literally the way that I wake up every morning to the way I lay my head down at night and the way I'm present in each moment of each day. And I'm really excited to be able to share these things with you without overburdening myself with the heaviness of murder, honestly, to be completely transparent. So 
that kind of is a perfect caveat into what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. And that is how your intuition serves you in the quote real world, right? Obviously for someone like me, someone like myself, who is frequently tapping into their uh, psychic intuition, into the other side and communicating as a medium, using my intuition is a crucial part of my daily life. However, following your intuition does not only mean connecting as a psychic or as a medium. Listening to your intuition or trusting your gut instincts is something that we've been sort of led away from over time. And we've been taught to really lean on logic, which obviously serves us. I mean, really, honestly, it has a place. And it's something that it's so funny that a lot of the people who come to me for help in developing their intuition come from a very logical place and from a very... um, list making, let me see it in front of me kind of logic. Whereas I am working on learning how to be logical rather than strictly going on intuition. So your logic absolutely serves you, but it isn't exactly what we always need, right? So your intuition is a gut feeling, right? It's trust your gut. That's where that idea comes from. Okay. Um, When my boys were little, the two older ones were little way before the idea of my third son was even an idea that no one ever had. He just announced his own presence into this world. If you've been around these parts for a while, you also know how that happened. Regardless, I mean, we all know how it happened. But regardless, Wesley and Jameson were little, like super little. I'm pretty sure, honestly, I can't quite remember if Jameson was born or not yet. He's the middle child. He'll get to write about that later in his therapy journal. I'm a middle child. I can make that joke. But anyway, they were really little and and very little if Jameson wasn't there yet. And we were on our way back from Buffalo, New York, where I was born and raised back down to Virginia Beach, where we were living at the time. And we had been driving and driving and driving. And this is a trip that can take anywhere from nine hours if I'm flying solo with the dog in the passenger seat to, oh my God, I think it took us 17 hours to drive back one time because we hit horrific weather and horrific traffic and everything was just horrific, if you will. So we're on our way back and Wesley was getting cranky. Um, If it was, I can't believe I can't remember if it was both children, but you know what? Whatever. Parenthood is the real life zombie life, okay? People keep saying there's a zombie apocalypse coming. Each zombie apocalypse is the, like, when you become a parent and your brain is just no longer yours. I digress, though. We pulled into a Wendy's. We took a back way. We were going down. My husband's from the D.C. area, so, like, the last four hours of the trip, once, once we get to, like, that area, he knows his way around and can kind of, like, bop in and out of places that maybe would make it easier for us to avoid some things. But in the end of it, you really can't avoid the the main traffic of going through DC. So I believe we were trying to avoid that this time. And we went down these back roads that it, it at when it's nighttime and it's dark out, if you've ever really been outside of suburbia or the city and you're in the country where streetlights are not a thing, if your headlights aren't on and even when they are on, it is dark, right? And we're coming up on this like small rest area where there's a Wendy's and an Arby's and I really wanted curly fries, right? But I didn't want Arby's food. I just wanted the curly fries. So we were going to hit Arby's and Wendy's. Well, when we pulled into Wendy's, we went through the drive-thru 
And we were going to get kind of all situated before we went off to the next place uh, across the street to Arby's. You know, we were living the good life. And as we're sitting, we go to pull into a um, parking spot. And as we pull in, I'm sitting in the back seat with Wesley and I tapped Mike on the shoulder. I was like, you got to go, 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 man. You got to get out. Go, let's go. I don't feel right. Something's not right. We have to leave. And this was before I was really exploring my my intuitive ability and, and my gift to the point that I am in it now. This is just, holy shit, spirit on the other side had my back right now. And I, I mean, something just came over me. And before I really knew what was happening, it was just like this flash of anxiety and heat and I was sweating and I was terrified. I was like, Mike, you got to go. We've got to go. And he's confused. And I'm like, let's go fucking now. Let's go. And as soon as he began to back out, this man came out of the woods next to the parking lot and he was headed. He had like this look on his face. And I am telling you, and most of you will know what I mean when you meet someone who has ill intention, and maybe you're fortunate enough to never have felt this, but you just feel this overwhelming, just I, evil. Just it felt like not good. It just felt really heavy and negative. And he was beelining for our car. And there is no question about it, okay? Because we were the only car in the parking lot. And Mike, there was like one light in the parking lot, but we weren't parked like anywhere near it, okay? So he is beelining for us. And we pull out of there. And he like followed after the car, like staring at us for a second. And then when he couldn't catch up, like that was it. He was gone. And Mike was like, holy shit, what was that? And I said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't like it. He's like, are you okay? I was so shaken up. And to this day, he will bring that up. And and I bring it up. It was just, I mean, man, I was shook. That we called the store to tell them that they had someone lurking in the parking lot and just for like customer safety and and when they leave for their own safety, when they would leave and go out to their car in the dark parking lot. And we called the police. We found the non-emergency number and thank you, Google. And just to make sure it, it could be checked out because it really gave me a horrific feeling. And I don't really care if someone picks up the phone and they're like, this sounds insane. She's got no basis to really say this. I reported it. I did my due diligence, but I will never forget that feeling in my body when I started freaking out before even seeing that there was a potential threat. That's your intuition. Okay. And that's on a grand scale there, but that is your intuition. This was before I dove into my gifts. This was spirit. This was someone on the other side saying, hey, there is danger here. This is your biological instinct. There is danger. You've got to go get out. And and people ask often if there's something that they can like look for in regard to their intuition and get like, yeah, we can see repeating numbers on license plates and billboards and phone numbers and receipts and whatever. But this is where it shows up too in these gut feelings. And we just have it categorized as something else in our brains because we're so looking for logic all the time that even when our intuitive ability is kicking in that everyone has, we don't even really consider it that. And that kind of lends a hand to the fact that years and years and years and years ago, back in the time of hunting and gathering, we were meant to have this intuitive ability. We were meant to exercise that. So if you're out hunting or you're gathering plants or whatever, 
you have to know that there is the threat of another animal or another tribe or someone nearby or something nearby that could bring you danger or bring you harm, right? So biologically speaking, intuition is a part of us. It absolutely is. It's just something that we have kind of been groomed to lean away from. And this day and age where things are happening so quickly and our attention is being called to so many different things at one time, we're seeing people's intuition kind of spiking a little bit more because we can't process what we're seeing quickly enough or what we're dealing with quickly enough because there's so much of it going on that you're seeing people's intuitive abilities kind of turn back up again because we need it for survival, right? Um, So there are those of us who aren't necessarily looking to dive into like spirit guides and predicting the future, communicating with the dead. How does developing your intuition actually serve you? And this is like situations like the one I just talked about with Um, hunting and gathering, needing to know what's coming before you can see it or hear it. It, It's your biological instinct. So your intuition is not strictly woo-woo, so to speak, but it's actually very scientific and everyone has it. Just most of us have chosen to ignore it. One of the other things that I feel like people disregard as even being intuition is having like an off feeling around something. When you meet someone and you just feel uneasy about them, you don't trust them, you would describe it as something's just not right about them. That's your intuition speaking to you. That is saying, hey, pay attention. This doesn't feel right. Kind of like when you go on a date and you have those really intense butterflies. It's not always, oh my God, this is love. <laughs> this this is going to be so great. I'm so excited. I'm just feeling really nervous. Sometimes that's literally your gut saying like, hey, this person isn't good for you. This isn't a good idea. So it's, a, it's as simple as even taking a different way home because you just feel like it. This person feels off. This route feels off. Something feels like I should do this differently. And boom, you find out that there is a massive accident or construction you didn't know about on your typical way home. And you know what? That was another incident with my my middle child. It was so annoying too. He was saying, he goes, you shouldn't go this way. You shouldn't go this way. You're driving on the highway. Like, dude, you can't even see out of the window. You are so little. And you're telling me not to go this, like our normal way. And he's like, don't go this way. We can't go this way. He kept saying it. I'm like, listen, backseat driver, we're going this way. And my husband was driving and we get uh, right up about to like just before our regular exit. There had been a massive accident and the exit was closed. So we had to keep going past it (laughs) and traffic was blocked and it was this big horrific thing. I was like, my dude, Jameson just threw down his intuition at us and we thought he was just being bossy. So even with kids, you see things like that come up and it's really neat to see it um, in small children and you see where we as adults have just kind of learned to ignore it. Um, parents, again, with children, having the sudden urge or the nudge to check in on your children and you catch them doing something dangerous or that they just shouldn't be doing, can it just be knowing that your kids are being naughty because maybe your kids are insane like mine and three boys are just looking for chandeliers to swing from? Uh, Yeah, definitely. But it's not always that, right? And I... I had a client a long time ago tell me a story about how her mom had left. I believe she was like at the grocery store and she just got this overwhelming feeling that she needed to leave. And she left all her groceries where she was and she got in the car and she drove home and she had found her son. They were um, playing on a trampoline and he somehow got like hooked on something. So he was like 
hanging upside down by his foot and all the blood was rushing to his head and he couldn't get out and no one knew he was out there. So she was able to kind of get him out of that situation, but strictly based on the fact that her intuition was like, hey, mama, you got to go home. I mean, you hear stories like this all the time. And again, we just write it off as a freak incident, but that is literally your intuition telling you, hey, we got to act. So people don't realize it's always speaking to you. So when you say, I want to learn to use my intuition more. When you get these nudges, when you get these gut feelings, listen to them, respect them, trust them. Even if it feels like it's not logical to do, trust it. And you'll continue to hear them and feel them more and more and more. Look at uh, doctors and nurses. I have read... I have read for so many nurses, honestly, probably one of the most common people or like job types that I do readings for are nurses, honestly, nurses and teachers, but nurses are definitely one of the most popular and the most common. And it's just because they have, they're typically very intuitive people who are in that line of work. I honestly don't think I've met a nurse yet where I haven't been like, you know, you're intuitive, right? And then find out that they're a nurse. Um, you have a hunch or these little suspicions that something just isn't right. And they they really stand up for and advocate for their, their patients, despite seemingly their patients being totally fine, only to find exactly what they're looking for or what they feel like is just missing from that scenario. You hear stories about nurses who knew exactly what to do before they even knew they were doing it. They're, it's not just muscle memory. It's kind of like you're already moving toward the bad situation before it's even really unfolding. You're like one step ahead of it. And that's because you're being guided intuitively. You're trusting your intuition. And finally, another real real world scenario where real world <laughs> reminds me of 30 Rock and the Rural Juror, if anyone resonates with that. Anywho, uh, business decisions, my God, business decisions, and not just people who are in business and energy work much like myself, but literally trusting a decision you're making with little to no logic to back it up when it comes to business. Making that investment that makes no logical sense. You you haven't done the research or the research even tells you this is a bad idea, right? Investing in the horse that you're betting on that maybe doesn't stand a chance, but just something tells you to go for it. Um, I like to have, when I'm making any business decisions for myself, and this is definitely not a business lecture right now, okay? I like to get a coin, choose in my head what it is that I think I'm leaning toward, like be very clear on what it is I'm leaning toward, flip the coin. And if the result doesn't feel right, and you know what I'm talking about, where you like, okay, A or B, and you flip the coin, heads is A, tails is B, and you get A, and you're like, damn it, I really wanted it to be tails. Well, If it doesn't feel right and you really feel like you should go with tails, that's your intuition. Trust it. So when that happens with me, I flip it. Oh, I got heads when I really felt like I should get tails. I'm going to trust it. Or it tells you wholeheartedly like, yes, I absolutely need to stick with this. But if something's nagging at you to go in the other direction, go in the other direction. Every logical piece of me said not to combine true crime with my gifts But it built something that I didn't know was possible. And now I have a platform to reach people on various topics from mental health to like racial disparities right now. And that's something that I'm equally passionate about. And I wouldn't have ever created that platform or maybe I would have, but it would have looked differently without leaning into 
my intuition on combining these two things in the beginning. And look, maybe that's reached the end of its road right now. Maybe it hasn't. But intuitively, I was taken to this place to begin with. So when you get the nudge, when you feel like, hey, even when it comes down to like order this, not that, when you're at a restaurant, trust your intuition. Know what it is that you're hearing and just go with it. And a lot of people, I'm going to answer this before I even get asked it, right? Because intuition. But when you are presented with a choice and you feel like you're really anxious about something happening, if you make that decision, if you make the wrong decision, it's very simple to discern your anxiety from your intuition. I've talked about this before on the show. I've talked about it on like every social media platform, but it always needs to be repeated. If you feel like your intuition is telling you that something bad is going to happen. Your intuition is also going to provide you with a solution like don't do this one thing or do this instead or avoid X, Y, and Z, right? Whereas your anxiety is going to just continue to create a worse situation as a result of the previous one and a worse one and a worse one and a worse one. And it continues to snowball as you create these situations for yourself that just aren't ideal because of the anxiety that you have around it. Your intuition provides a solution. Your anxiety creates more problems, right? There are a million more ways that intuition shows up in your logical day-to-day existence. And it really, I could go on and on and on for hours about this, but ultimately at the end of the day, learning to hear your intuition more, you've got to give yourself a quiet space, You've got to give yourself a quiet space regularly, consistently. It doesn't have to be meditation. It can be walking. It can be biking. It can be putting your makeup on if you're not doing anything but that. And it becomes this rhythmic experience where your brain is allowed to let go and focus on absolutely nothing. Whatever it is, if it's journaling, give yourself that quiet space so you can begin to hear your intuition and then start testing it try the coin flipping, try grabbing a pendulum and seeing if you get the same yes or no that you thought that you were going to get. And more than anything, you have to just take action based on the intuitive information that you get. And I don't mean this is this is like this big, like people talk about like, oh, I got this download about this. I mean, you literally ask, hey, should I call this friend and make amends or no? And you hear yes, like right away, call them. If you hear no right away, don't call them. It's that simple. Don't overthink it. That's the hardest part of learning to listen to your intuition is not thinking, just using your intuition and the answers that you get. The first answer is your intuition. The second answer is your anxiety. I hope that this makes sense. And I am really excited to be back with more episodes like this that are connected to the woo-woo side of things, but not so woo-woo that I lose y'all. Um, I am still hosting my Intuitive Development 101 course that does start on March 7th, and the sliding scale cost on that starts at $99. I am really excited to be teaching that again. And as we move into the month of March now, I can't believe it. We say this every year, right? Like, oh my God, I can't believe it's already January, February, March, April, whatever it is. But I can't believe we're already in March. Um, If you are interested in that course or even in booking a private reading, you know where to find me. I am here for it. I am so excited to have more time to connect with all of you, especially with not having to research as much as I was for these cases. And if anyone has any questions in the meantime, you know where to find me. I have since changed my handle on Instagram to the 
Catherine.Ann. I am not sure if I feel like it's silly or not, but I just needed to shift things because of all of the frauds hacking up on people's accounts and driving me crazy with that. So I'm trying to make myself a little less vulnerable to that just by removing intuitive from the name. So you can find me on TikTok and Instagram now at the.catherine.ann. And thanks for listening, y'all. And I can't wait to hear the feedback that you have about this episode and where the show is progressing. Thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your week, the beginning of your week, the end of it, the weekend, wherever you are when you're listening to this. Y'all take care of yourselves and stay safe.